Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But let's get across the ditch and catch up with one of our absolute studs at SEN across the ditch. He's the star of the network. He is the rock star of the network, really. SEN Tracks own Giddy Up Zone, Gareth Hall. G, how are you? Hey, Louie, Matty. Good, mate. You're up and about today, Louie. That's unusual for you. Yeah. Yeah, I usually hate Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's things, lads? We're good. We're, we're good. We're really good. We're trying to... We're, we're just... We're just um, polling the listeners this morning about that, what they'd like Matt to get into his Grand National steeple call. You got anything you'd like him to smuggle in there? Mm. We've done this a few times. I've done this a few times with some callers, Matty Hill and Dan Malecki over the years. Um, let me think about it. By the end of this interview, I'll have something for you, Matty. Yeah, nice. Okay, I appreciate that, Gareth. You'll have something yeah. witty, it's not like, clever. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like it's a. It's a. It's not like you haven't got too much to think about. It's like it's not a big race or anything that you want yeah. to put an extra word in that you're trying to think about someone well, that's um, he, he, hold to on, do that. Hold on. Hold on. He's got seven and a half minutes here. Yeah. I need Rick McIntosh. Actually, Gareth, we had a conference call with Matt Hill uh, with work about uh, two weeks ago, and one of Matt's dreams is to come to Rickerton Park and stand in front of Cut's Brush. And I said, well, the day that yeah. you do it, we can share the Grand National Court. We can do three and he a, would do that. Three, no, three, hundred percent. We'll we'll get it over the line. We'll make it happen. Yeah, Matty Hill's one of the most. Well, he, he's a he's a superstar in what he does, but he's called all over the world, and he's called at some of the most unique places around the world. Like I think he's been to Croatia, um, some parts of Europe that I've never really heard of as well. So he he he, he would put that on his bucket list, I would imagine, Matty, and he'll be there next year. Hey, Gareth, the reason we, we dialed in the big guns this morning is because spring is right there, isn't it? We can just taste it. We can feel it. It's just starting to seep into our day-to-day life. And we had a couple of ticks come through during the week and said, can you get some seeding sorted out for the big Australian group ones? We're talking, obviously, the Cox Plate, the Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup, and I suppose you'd have to include the Everest into that now. And, and I saw some nice trials yesterday, yesterday, Alligator Blood, Superstar. I thought Shinzo just looked like he'd come back a million dollars. Yeah. Well, actually, probably $50 million. Um, where are you at with your big races ambling into spring? Who are the big stables starting to make some noise? And which horses have you got your uh, glasses on? Well, it's going to be an exciting um, spring carnival, Louis. There's no doubt about that. And we saw some of the big guns trial yesterday. I thought, as you just mentioned, Shinzo was so impressive to get over the top of Zaki. Geez, I love the trial of Alligator Blood as well. He'll be first up in the Memzi. It'll be awfully hard to beat at Caulfield. Monofili is any second in that race. I think she's a fascinating runner this spring. I don't know what big race is in her. She she might have to meet a couple of superstars and run a, a really good second or third. But even a race like a Cox Plate, I think she can be competitive in. Now she's with Chris Wallace. She was with David Payne before, and she's won some, run some bottler races behind some superstars. 
throughout her career. So I've loved the way that she's come back in her first couple of trials. As you mentioned, Shinzo was good. Just got over the top of Zaki. Um, so it's going to be an interesting spring. And a nature strip, I thought he trialled pretty well. He looked like he was a happy horse. He couldn't get past Queen of the Ball, but after the line, he was very good too. So he's going to be another fascinating runner as we get deeper into the spring. And to tell you the truth, lads, over here, I think there's a lot of discussion on your horses in New Zealand, how they'll come back, um, especially your um, four-year-olds now that had some really good had a really good season as three-year-olds. So, and, and there's a horse in the in the West called Amelia's Jewel that everybody's talking about. Um, she'll trial shortly for Simon Miller, and they're still up in the air whether she goes to a Cox Plate or she goes to a Golden Eagle. And I think there's a few horses in that category as well. So. And then you've got Giggy kicking, I wish I win. So it's going to be one hell of a spring. So interesting what the Golden Eagle's done. A lot of those four-year-olds, like if you go back through the record of Cox Plate winners, right, a lot of them are progressive three-year-olds that have their star season and four-year-olds. But there's yeah. just another dynamic now with that prize money up in Sydney. Um, speaking of the Everest, I wish I win. We've got a kind of a New Zealand slot via Entain with the TAB. It's wonderful news. They're giving us six bucks over here, boosted. Is, is he your top seed, I wish I win? Yeah, I think he is, boys. So I did my um, seedings there the other day, and they can change. We'll be doing our seedings on a weekly basis on SEN track throughout the, the spring. But I think he's my number one seed at the moment. I wish I win. Because especially when you have a look at the, the weather forecast coming up, it's going to be dry tracks. Well, that's what they tell us anyway. And it's been a really dry winter here in Australia. So he's he's going to be dying dynamo on, on the on the dry tracks as you well know I wish I win and it's still you still have to go back and watch his effort in the TJ Smith you have to see it to believe what he did that day so I think he's definitely the the best sprinter in the land at the moment he kicked it a wonderful job as a three-year-old he's come a long way as well and he'll be better you would imagine on a firmer track as well so um, they'll meet once again in the Everest, and I think they're the two standout sprinters at the moment. But I think I wish I win. He's just got a big spring in front of him, and I think he's definitely got the number one seed at the moment, boys. So look out, some party if he does. Mark Chittick and the team, when they're going to shout you for a month if if I wish I win gets up. Yeah, yeah, yep. We'll get up the gully. Yep, absolutely. Bonus bets, uh, bonus bets with the New Zealand tab for everybody for the next year. Gareth, do you think Rogie would shout if he could pull the Melbourne Cup off with Sharp and Smart? Yeah. What? How did you think Sharp and Smart trolled the other day, boys? He needs another one. He's just a bit of a bigger yeah. lump these days, and he just—I wouldn't even. It, by that stage, the track had, ch- had chopped up. It was quite—it was heavy enough at Tarapa, and he was right late in the day. So we'll judge him off his next one. I wouldn't even worry. Yeah. Well, he's—he's. He's... I think there's a Caulfield Cup for him if they want to go down that path. The Melbourne Cup's going to be a strong race once again because you're going to have those European gallopers arrive for the Melbourne Cup. But I think the Caulfield Cup's very gettable. And um, if he can perform like he did in the spring and if he can make improvement, then he's he's right in it. He's got the right trainer as well. But it's not easy for those three-year-olds, especially those classic three-year-olds, to take the, the next step. And, and and win one of our big races over the spring. Oh, I prefer your other three-year-olds and sharp and smart like Prowess and Legato and those type of horses. So I think I, I can't wait to see Prowess um, 
Jeez, I was impressed when I watched her in Sydney and I think that she can make quite a splash when she arrives here in Australia. And I think Imperatory's made my top six as well. I loved her trial and I can understand why they don't really want to go to the Everest. Now, I don't know if there's been any news on that, but from a mayor's point of view, if you don't win the Everest, it's probably, from a business point of view, it's better to probably win a, a Manicato and then go and concentrate on a champion sprint instead of putting all your eggs in the basket of getting up nice and early for an Everest and then trying to, if it doesn't go to plan in an Everest, then trying to regroup and, and win a biggest group one down the track. So I don't mind the plan from Tiako Racing just to concentrate on those Melbourne sprints. Yeah, I, I don't. That's a, it's an interesting thought. I don't know whether they've had a hard offer. I, I actually don't know at all. I, I probably should do a I bit would, of research I would on that. Too, I, I would imagine they would. There's about eight slots left, and the way she trialed and the way she finished off yeah. the last campaign, I'm pretty sure that she would have had a little bit of interest with some of the other horses I've heard about that have had some interest um, for the average. Okay. But um, with mares, it's just a different. It's a different ball game because of their residual value as as mares. That if it doesn't go to plan in a in an Everest, the prize money and the way it's you'd have to get a pretty good deal to persuade them to go to an Everest. Unless you're a black caviar and you're a dollar ten, you'd go there. But if you if you're not certain to win it and you got to take on, and oh, I wish I went in a giggy kick, it's probably better if you go to a, a Manicato or a, another big route one that. Um, you might not have to take I wish I went on, if you know what I mean. Fair enough, Gareth. I do know exactly what you mean. Hey, before we let you go, uh, Prowess, totally agree. Just Roger James told us last week that he's just not been overly impressed with the way she came back and he's not going to rush her through because he knows that these four-year-old mares can be a little bit vulnerable. So just enough of a seed of doubt there, just just not putting pressure on her, which is, I think, Roger's kind okay. of... He's a, a, Cautious bloke by nature, I think. So, um, who are your you Who are your top selections from New Zealand? Then, who will be your top three horses by the end of the spring? <clears throat> well, I don't know about you, Matt, but the thing about the thing that you know is that Sharp and Smart's going to get every chance with Rogie. Mm. So, I think he's got the most opportunity to make a big splash. Legato again. Ken and Bev aren't going to do anything silly. They, you know, they're not, not that Roger would, but they're not, they're going to be, but probably be patient. So I think Sharp and Smart will be, make the biggest splash. What about you, Matt? I would say Prowess. Okay. Mm. I, I just, yeah. I feel as though there's another couple of links in her very quickly. She's bigger. She's come back. At, she is bigger now, but yeah, it's, it's very exciting. We probably haven't been able to have these conversations recently. And then you think of a horse like Penny Wicker. Oh my. Yeah. You throw her in the mix as well. Yeah. That's right. We had to vote on our uh, horse of the year this week. Just gone, Gareth, and so we had Who'd to vote, you for, vote three... for. You're allowed to. You're allowed nah, to reveal. You're not. Unfortunately, I, I had a. For... Can you three year old of the year? Who... No, no. Who would you have voted for three of the year? Three year old of the year. I'll be curious. Pierre, who won the two thousand guineas. Penny Wicker, who yep. won both Oaks. Prowess, who won a Karak a million, and uh, the Group One was the Vi- Tankard. Uh, binary, yeah. Vinery, Vinery in Australia um, and won the Wait for Age uh, Group 1 here. Sharp and Smart, who would you have voted for? Um, Remember Sharp Legato, and Smart? Just, oh, Legato, Legato as well. Legato as well. Guineas. Yeah. 
Yeah. I yeah. think the best performance out of any three-year-old there in New Zealand was Legato's performance at Flemington to win the Australian Guineas to come from where Legato did that day. Um, that's a... Oh, that is a tough one, isn't it? We were debating this <laughs> the other day. Who's the best horse in New Zealand? Do you know, you could... Everyone deserves it. You'd be stiff. It's unique. Like, I've never seen New Zealand racing in my time covering sport with the depth of talent. Um, I would have went for... I probably would have went for Prowess. Oh, I think those so, middle... Oh, I think those those vineries and Australian guineas, they're better races. Oh, I think you're going to hold them in a little bit more... Um, they, they've got to have a little bit more bonus points and say the, the classics are mine. Well, he did win a spring champion, Sharp and Smart. And the, so there yeah, was the sharp, three-year-old... Yeah, sharp, sharp and Smart, but he won a spring champion. What else did he win? He won the Derby he, in New Zealand. And he won the Herbie Dyke, the Wait for Age Group 1 at Tarapa. And he went down a hit. He only got beaten by Manzois because he didn't see him coming in the Vic Derby. So, yeah. look, the point is, it, he it probably, was hard. He probably wins, actually. I, I, I take that back. I'll give it to Sharp and Smart by his nose. <laughs> And then the hardest thing was then you had to vote for Horse of the Year and then see so Adam Peretrez into that who just got yeah. bombed by Artorias, won the William Reed. And um, anyway, Gareth, we're being, I'm being told by my producer we need to let you get back to you, your life and we need to head off. You know how the obligations are. Uh, just very quickly, 100%. last one. Uh, uh, Romantic Warrior, what percentage chance he, he's – is he 100% coming to the Cox Plate? Or? Yeah, I think he is, yeah. He probably wins the Cox Plate if he turns up. He'll he'll turn up at the Turnbull, go to the Cox Plate. Paddington won't come. Um, he, it'd be like LeBron James. Not LeBron James. It'd be like, who's a superstar in NBA basketball these days? It'd be like Jokic probably coming out uh, to play in a play um, in the NBL. Like, he's a superstar, Paddington. I don't think they'll risk him. Um, he'll start a... He's a better horse than Romantic Warrior. Um, I think Amelia's Jules the horse. You'll have to back... In the, I think she'll, she'll win the Golden Eagle, Amelia's Jewel. She's quite special. They say she's going to the Cox Plate, but I think she'll go to the Golden Eagle. Um, and even have something on her in the King Charles. And Antino is my bet at the moment in the futures for a Turak. It backed Globe to win the Underwood. Globe to win the Underwood? Yeah. I'll note that down. And I just would hate to know what's going to happen to your brain if uh, Legato lines up against Amelia's Jewel in a, in a um, Golden Eagle. So... Yeah, go. she might give him. She might give her windburn, unfortunately, for you Kiwis. Um, oh, but spell me! Be a good no, race. cut him off. No, He's had enough. <laughs> from the from on the mighty Quinn days, as Gary Hall Senior, Mickey Guerin, you've got to give respect to the WA horses. You New Zealanders never give respect to the WA horses. She's the real deal, Amelia's Jewel. She, she'll. Um, about, I think she's got your your fillies covered. How about that? A Melbourneian, a Victorian, telling us Kiwis we need to respect the WA horses. Unbelievable. Gareth, oh, he is a star, to be fair. We'll let him off the hook. He's got to go to work. We've got to finish. We've got to wrap this show up. We'll be back after this with some decks.